Hi everybody, my name is Ezekiel Gillick. I'm Dripper Rivers. We're from the River Northwest. And this is Leftovers. What's up, this is Draper. This is Zeke. Another week of the Leftovers. Yes. Hey man, it was Amen. an awesome week this week. Uh, Wednesday night, we just had an awesome prayer meeting. Prayer worship was just worshiping uh, right now in the uh, up here in the state of Washington. And in probably many places around the country, they're trying to stop Amen. our praise, trying to stop our worship. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, um, here in Washington specifically, uh, this last Wednesday was when the uh, lockdown part two came into effect. Mm -hmm. um, the governor decided to shut down pretty much everything, um, cut churches, and included in that statement was that churches are not allowed to sing. I think one of the biggest changes from that first lockdown, second lockdown, uh, that the church did speak up and step out, where the church was was closed down 100%, to now they're letting 20% uh, capacity or no no more than 250 people, whatever is less. So the church has been stepping up. Yeah. We need to continue to do, do that. Uh, yes. A verse I have, Second uh, Corinthians 1, Second uh, Corinthians uh, chapter 1, verse 9 and 10. Indeed, we felt we have received the sentence of death. But this happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God. We raised and raised the dead. He has liver, delivered us from such a deadly peril. He will deliver us again on him. We have set our hope that we will continue to, to be delivered. So, breaking that verse down, I'm saying he, he delivered us before. He's delivering us now. Mm -hmm. He's going to continue to do it again. Yes. You know, he's in the business of of taking care of his people. So if he's done it before, if he's done doing it now, you don't have to worry about the future because he's going to do it again. Amen? Yes. When you consider what praise is necessarily, praise is um, lifting somebody up for what they've already done. Yes. So no matter what our eyes may see during this current time or even in the foreseeable future, we are going to praise the Lord for what He has done, for what the for the deliverance that He has brought us through already, and will continue to do. Amen. 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 So just continue to open your mouth. You know saying? every knee shall bow, every tongue will confess. You know Amen. that He is King. Yes. So what our what our voices, you know, if it's just a form of worship, you know, just a form of praise, you know, and some people hold on to that, and that's their lifeline. You know what I'm saying? scream out to the Lord uh, Paul and Silas when they were were locked up in jail they didn't uh, sit there and complain they started to worship amen. and the shackles came off at their feet and worship and praise in their loud voice amen amen yeah praise is a weapon our praise is a weapon in warfare along with prayer um, when we praise we are lifting the Lord up and he honors that we already see him as victorious and we are with him in that victory. Amen. Amen. Next verse, voice you're going to be hearing is PJ, our pastor Jason. Amen. Um, talking about guarding our hearts, guarding yes. our minds. Yes. Good ground. Amen. Good Amen. ground. Hallelujah. Well, y'all, this week is Thanksgiving week. Amen. Mm -hmm. I'll read you First Thessalonians. Rejoice always, pray continuous, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Amen. So love your 
hug and love your loved ones. Amen. Amen. While you guys are sitting around the table, just go around and ex uh, express what you guys are thankful for. Um, like we said, hug on your family members, but um, also thank the Lord with your family as a solid unit together. And the last thing, don't wait for the best blessing. Go be a blessing. Amen. Amen. Welcome, family. We have our pastor here, Pastor Jason Gillick. Really good to be here. Amen. Amen. Uh, so we were talking about um, today in service about guarding your heart, guarding your mind. Um, I like to take it back. I know you started in Luke 6, for, uh, 6 verse 43, 49. I want to go back into Luke 8, talking about the sower. Uh, too many times... Uh, um, Luke 6 talks about the fruit. Luke 8 talks about sowing the seed. So I want to talk about sowing the seed first. The seed comes from the fruit. A lot of people want to have bear fruit, but they don't want to go through the process of the sower of the seed portion of it. Mm -hmm. So we're going to start at the parable of sowing first yes. and then jump into the bearing of the fruit. Amen? Amen. Amen. Awesome. All righty. So in Luke chapter 8, starting in verse 4. And when a great multitude had gathered, and they had come to him from every city, he spoke by a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trampled down, and the birds of the air devoured it. Some fell on rock. As soon as it sprang up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some fell on, among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it out. But others fell on good ground, sprang up, and yielded a crop a hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Awesome. Amen. Amen. So like I was saying, everybody wants to bear, bear fruit. Everybody wants to be the one that's on that good soil, good ground. Um, but we don't realize it until uh, something happens in our life towards our fruit planted at what kind of ground is it is that uh that ground where our roots are nice and planted or is it on that that hard ground where we the roots are there but it's not actually there mm -hmm. and gets tipped over and if we go into later on in verse 11 jesus breaks it down amen verse 11 now the parable is this the seed is the word of god those by the wayside are the ones who hear then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. But the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy, and these have no root, who believe for a while, and in the time of temptation fall away. Now the ones that fell among the thorns are those who, when they have heard, go out and are choked with the cares, riches, and pleasures of life, and bring no fruit to maturity." But the ones that fell on the good ground are those who have heard the word with a noble and good heart and keep it and bear fruit with patience. Amen. Amen. I choose you up right there in verse uh, 14. We're talking about the crap, the cares, the riches, and the pleasures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what crap. it is. Yeah. It is crap. Because <laughs> the cares, riches, and pleasures of the world will choke out the seed of God's word that Amen. has been sown in your heart. Yeah. That's why it's important that we keep the word before us. Um, but what it is, is 
there's a part in there where he says, and because they be, were offended. Yeah. Um, what happens is people sometimes get in that place of an offense, whether it's the word, it becomes too hard, um, or was it, uh, so like it's important that we stay in relationship with the Lord yeah. mm-hmm. so that when things arise, things come up, we won't be offended. We won't be easily offended because we're we're finally dead. We're dead to ourselves. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Jesus said uh, about, you know, pick up your cross daily mm-hmm. and follow me. Well, what does that mean to pick up the cross? Deny yourself, yeah. what it says, pick up your cross daily and follow after me. So basically saying, pick up your execution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In other words, you're so dead to yourself. You're so dead to the world. You're so dead to sin. You're so dead to those things that, that, that they don't have the effect on your life yeah. that they should. In other words, we shouldn't allow those things yeah. to enter in so that offenses come and then we start basically acting no different than the rest of the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not what he's called us to do. He's yeah. called us to live in in bearing the fruit of the spirit. Yeah. You know, that's what he said. Some will reap some 60, you know, 30, 60 and a hundred fold here at the end. Yeah. So um, as we sow the word of God in our heart, but not just listen to it, not like you're doing right now. Yeah. I mean, it's good that you're listening, yeah. but you be start to become a doer of the word. Yeah. That's how you're going to see prosperity. That's how you're going to see the fruit of the word of God and the fruit of the spirit begin to operate and work in your life. And the thing with each one of these certain scenarios of this ground, which is our heart, Mm -hmm. all three or four, four of them, all four of them heard the word. Yes. All four of them had seed sown. Now it was up to their hearts, the softest of their hearts, whether the cares, riches and pleasures would choke away the thorns, whether it was trampled upon where the birds could um, eat the eat up the seeds where the where your heart is whether it's a soft heart worked good soil that is the ground that can produce fruit now it's related to you know you have a cold heart you're cold-hearted well when you're weeding it's a little bit harder to weed and get that stuff out yeah. when it's cold outside yeah. now when it's warmer the climate is a little bit better and you can get those weeds out you have to have a warmer heart, one that will be willing to let the Lord tear out those weeds. That way, the Word of God, when it's planted, will be able to produce good fruit. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I think every fruit is every fruit and every vegetable is planted in a different season yeah. at a time, and just like our life. And sometimes we, sometimes it's not the season for some believers to you know, so they just get shaken off first thing that happens mm-hmm. in their life. And some, you know, wants to suck everything in. Just give it to me all. Give it to me all. Give me that zeal. Give that fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And their hearts right. And they, their minds right. And they want it all. Um, so that's where we come down to. Where we come from a place where we no longer, as believers, can sit sit down in the pew and just sit there mm-hmm. and just get fat and not get nothing about it. Like PJ said, we got to go out and start being the doers of the word. Amen. We got to start. You know what I'm saying. Witnessing at the Walmart, it doesn't matter where we go to. Yeah. Uh, it starts in your house, in your household, it starts with your family members. Thanksgiving is coming up, and it's going to be uh, weird and strange, but <laughs> that's you start in your house, you start your family. Amen. You know? Amen. Yeah, and if, if you can touch those in your family, you can touch anybody. Yeah, amen. Yeah. yeah, and at the end of it, like it said, the fruit multiplied. Yeah, some 30, yeah. 60, 100 fold. That multiply has to do with us sharing the gospel, the good news. Amen. 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 amen.
Hallelujah. So what I was saying, uh, why we wanted to start here is like too many people wants to be, want to bear fruit, but they don't want to go through the process of of the soil, you know, the the darkness, the gloominess, and the watch the waiting waiting patiently for their time. Just because you're a teacher in school, don't mean you're a teacher of the word. Yeah. You know, I teach I teach teach uh, students all day long, so I'm a good teacher. <laughs> That's to make you a good teacher, you no. know. You know, I pump gas all day. That'll make me a good person to pump gas all day, you know. So, mm-hmm. it is. It, it's it's uh, people take it out of context and take it out of light. Like you know, it's you have that harvest time, you have that seed time, that growth mm-hmm. time, um, and that's where, where the seed time come in, sowing mm-hmm. seeds. And then if we go to uh, Luke, what was it? Uh, chapter six. Chapter six. When we talk about uh, the tree and, and the bearing fruit, Amen. Uh, verse 43, No good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by, by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of good stored up in their heart, and the evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in their hearts. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that you need to understand. Um, you, he says, make the tree good. Yeah. For the for a good tree does not bear bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree is known by its own fruit. For men um, do not uh, gather figs from thorns, nor do they gather grapes from a bramble bush, a good man of the good treasure of his heart. So what he's doing, he's likening the tree as unto a man's heart. Yes. Amen. But here, you, if you, you jump down and actually look at Matthew 12, 33, it's along the same lines. He says, yeah. either make the tree good and its fruit good, yeah. or else the tree bad and its fruit bad. He's yeah. saying, yes. if you have a good tree, you're going to have good fruit. You have a bad tree, you're going to have bad yeah. fruit. So in other words, he says, you're going to make... Your heart needs to be made good. You can't do this in your own strength. Yes. You can't make your heart good. Yeah. I mean, even Jesus said, there's there's no man that's good yes. except God in heaven. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So, because he, he was saying, why do you call me a good teacher? There's no man that's good except yeah. our Father who's in heaven. Yes. So, it's our Father who makes us good. And, and when we surrender our heart and come to faith and believing in Christ Jesus, and what it is, is you, you see in Ezekiel 36, verse 25, he says, then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you shall be clean and I will cleanse you from all your filthiness yes. and from all your idols and I will give you a new heart and put Amen. a new spirit within you and I'll take out the heart of stone out of the, out of your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues and you will be keep my commandments and do them. This is what he, the Lord is proclaiming. This is what Ezekiel was prophesying yes. of what Jesus was going to do and what he was going to do in our hearts and how we were going to be set free and how he's going to take out the stony heart, put in the heart of flesh. You know, it's clean. We are made clean through the precious blood of the Lamb. Amen. This is how we're going to walk free. This is how we're going to walk in in the victory. So the tree is made good when you surrender your heart. The tr- heart is made good when you surrender to the Lord Jesus and say, here I am. 
I can't make myself right. I can't make myself clean. You can do all you want, read all the self-help books and, and everything and, and you know, be this greatest person out there, you know, on the outside, but you still cannot change your heart. Mm-hmm. You, only God can do that. Only the yes. Lord Jesus can do that. Yeah. And he'll cleanse you of all sin and unrighteousness. Maybe you're listening right now. Maybe you don't even, you're still like, well, wow, but I see people who call themselves Christians and they still yeah. act like boneheads. Well, they're growing in the things of God. Yeah. Some of them, unfortunately, are just staying babies. They don't know any better. Yeah. They haven't been taught. They haven't been taught to, it's time for you to grow up and quit doing the stupid stuff that you do and, and, and whatnot. And so it's like that kind of thing needs to, needs to happen. And you got to be surrendered to him for the work of God, the word of God to do the work. That's what like what uh, Brother Draper was saying here is like you got to be able to go through that seed time. You got to yeah. take that time yeah. and sow the word of God in your heart. Yeah. You got born again. Now keep sowing the word of God in your heart. Yeah. You take it in yourself. The The Word of God has its own inherent power. It begins to work in you. Mm-hmm. Faith begins to grow. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word, Word of God, yes. as it says in uh, Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. So your faith grows. So that's how you're going to begin to begin to be the individual who's a doer of the Word, not a hearer only, yeah. and, and produce the fruit that it, uh, you as a believer should produce. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Because, you know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yes. What's inside of your heart, what you have yielded your heart over to, mm-hmm. that's what's going to come out. That's the fruit that will be produced. Yeah. Um, that's why it's so important to watch over our hearts, to make sure that it is before the Lord, that we're looking at the Word of God, and that we are constantly just um, just embracing the Word of the Lord and mm-hmm. having it wash over us. Yeah. yeah. Hey man, it's like that. You get that pruning time. You know, you get to let yeah. the Lord prune you and pick you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're, we're, we're not perfect. You know what I'm saying? So, but the Lord is, and He's going stuff that's in our heart that we don't want taken out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have to give it all to Him. You know, all those secret places, all those places that you don't tell tell nobody about it. Mm-hmm. You got to be real with yourself. And you got to be with the Lord. Amen. And yeah. that that like I said, that one on one time. You know, it's not a Sunday thing. It's not a Wednesday thing. It's an everyday life-changing event. You know, it's like when you're eating food. Uh, we have a baby, um, my my niece's baby. You know, had her all weekend long. You know, bottles every other hour. Milk, milk, <laughs> milk, 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 milk. Well, it's gonna be a point in time. He's gonna want to start eating solid foods. You know, yeah. and like uh, P just said, you know, you just can't. You know, just keep feeding and feeding and feeding and feeding and feeding. You know, you got to grow. Amen. You gotta Amen. have those solid foods. You gotta get those proteins. Amen. So that prudent time, it's it's it, it hurts. It's tough. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're real with yourself and real with the Lord, yeah, let's get through it. Yeah. Yes. Well, I did like uh, like Zeke said. He brought out the whole thing about a good man. Uh, hold up, we're just before that. It says for out of the the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yeah. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasures of heart brings forth evil things. But I say to you, for every idle word men may speak, they will give an account of it Hmm. in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. And that's out of uh, Matthew 12, 33 through 37. So, I mean, every 
you're going to have to give an account for every idle word that comes forth out of your mouth. So don't be flipping about the words that you speak. I mean, be on purpose that you're going to speak words that are going to edify others, that are going to lift others up. You're not looking to tear down. And I'm not talking about when you have to come to a brother and, and speak truth and or somebody that sinned against you and you got to come and talk to them about it and say, hey, listen, man, I mean, I forgive you, but what you're doing is wrong. That's that that's productive. Yes. I mean, that's not wrong. People, people can't handle even being confronted anymore. Yeah. They get all offended and say, you're being judgmental. No, I'm not being judgmental. I'm calling out your your junk and letting you know that, hey, man, I forgive you, but you're you still need to change. Yes. And uh and but first, first you got to deal with your own heart. Yeah. You can't come out after them when you're doing the same thing yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean. So that makes you a hypocrite. Yeah. So um, those are some things that you need. You know, you want the Lord to still work in your heart. So if you guard your mouth, too, you're going to be guarding your heart. But still, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So mm-hmm. you want to keep pouring the word of God in your heart, allowing Him to correct your heart. Because if you don't like what you're saying, then go look at your heart. Deal with the things that are in your heart. If you don't like the idle words that you're speaking, like words of doubt, how about words of unbelief? Yeah. I mean, sometimes we don't think about that as bad. You think of like maybe cussing or, or, or maybe like, yeah. uh, you know, calling somebody an idiot and all that other stuff, and you know, uh, talking mean about somebody. No, it it can go beyond that. It can be worse. Yes. It can be a negative thing yeah. that you speak yeah. about yourself. Oh man, I'm just yeah. such an idiot. I, I'm. You know, I, I, I keep making those dang, those yeah. stupid mistakes, and I'm, I just, I don't know if I'll ever change. That is a lie against the Word of yeah. God. That's a lie against you start the Word of God. You believing it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, because you're going to believe. That's what you believe. It's out of your heart. You're speaking that. Yeah. So it's important that you get the Word of God in your heart that says that, that you're transformed by the Word of God, yeah. by the renewing of your mind, with the Word, with this truth. Yeah. So anyway. Amen. And first, and first, uh, Second Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if any anyone is in Christ, is there a new creature has come? Uh, a new creature has come. The old has gone, and a new is here. Uh, same thing around those lines. You're new. You're fresh. Yeah, you're gonna make some mistakes down the line because you're a babe in Christ, babe in the Lord. But that's that time to grow. Uh, then in service, uh, something I was liking, and you broke down um, about being judgmental. You know. Yeah. That's the one of the one of the top five. I call them top five things about Christians uh, that we always get blamed. But we guys are judgmental, judgmental. And it's like no, we're not being judgmental. You know, and we're not, especially when it comes to our brethren. Can you break yeah. that down for us? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. For the the judgment. Okay. And one of the things that we hear about the world like they say, "Oh, you're just being judgmental." Yeah. Well, first off, and then they start throwing scripture, scripture out like yeah. they know the word, you know. <laughs> All of that. Trying to use the scripture, <laughs> do not judge. <laughs> do not judge, at least you be judged, yeah. you know, like Jesus said. And 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 part of that's true, but he, the 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 point of what he was talking about when he said that, he was actually talking about the hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says when you go to your brother and you're trying to remove a sliver out of his own eye, but yet he has a moat, a huge beam in his his yeah. his eye. In other words, he's trying to remove the sliver, but he's got the same thing, but it's bigger. Yeah. This is a big old beam in his eye. Yeah. Is what he's trying to say. You got that issue. You get he said first remove the moat or the 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 beam out of your own eye. Then you can remove the sliver out of your brother's eye. Mm-hmm. So in other words, once you dealt with your heart and 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 the offense the, uh, of that you were, you know, the the offense of sin that you're committing, 
and have that dealt with before the Lord and you're broken before the Lord and that's out of the way, then you can come to your brother and work at removing the sliver out of his eye. And because your righteousness is being fulfilled in that area, you're walking in righteousness, then you can come. Then, Because what's going to happen is you're not going to come with this I'm better than you attitude. You're going to come with, bro, I've walked through with what you're walking through and here... Let me help you, bro. Yeah. You're going to be free from this. Don't go down that road because it, it doesn't lead to good. It doesn't lead to righteousness. It leads you away from the things of God. And it comes out of a place of love yes, instead yeah. of a place of irritation. Yeah. Amen. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of irritation, if you have something in your eye, if you have something in your eye, your eye is going to be irritated. You're not going to be able to help someone yeah. else get something out of their eye. Because yeah. yeah. it's going to be bothering you so much that you're, you're not even going to be able to see correctly. Right. And it's that same way. We are not going to be able to help others the way that God would desire for us to help them if our heart isn't right from the start. Yeah. That's right. We, might, we could even hurt, harm them yeah. by mm-hmm. teaching them wrong things or wrong ideas if we do not fix our own hearts first. And it's not yeah. us who fixes it, but it's us bringing a willing heart that is ready to be molded by the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Like I said, it's, it's all done out of love. Especially when you're talking to the brethren, you know. I'm not, you know, looking down on you. You're not looking down at me. But taking that good criticism, you yeah. know, and, and want to learn. And I think that's one of the biggest downfalls is uh, we get all offensive in yep. today's world. First thing we say is, is, what makes you better than me? You know, what makes you, my, your cross better than my cross, you know? Yeah. So we got, like, in the beginning, we got to stop that being offensive about everything that we open our mouth and open our say, uh, mm-hmm. that we say. Um, a lot of churches, uh, a lot of members go to a different church because pastor, a pastor was saying something, was saying the truth, and they're talking about me, and now I'm offended. Now they want to leave, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. And that's what, that's not Christ-like. You know, yeah, and yeah. you're going. To, that's all you're gonna do is hop to church, to church, to church until you get that feel, feel good, watered down message. He's like, yeah, mm. this is my church. You know, mm. they're out in ten minutes, and yeah. that's it. <laughs> yeah. No growth. No growth. No growth. Yeah. Uh, Pastor Roddy said the latte, latte preachers, skinny <laughs> dry cleaning service. Yeah. <laughs> Soy latte so, drinking preachers oh, with no. the yeah. skinny jeans, skinny jeans. and pointed skinny shoes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And that's, that's what we got. It comes down to. You know what I'm saying, it got to. Uh, where 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 are we building our faith at? You yeah. know, what I'm saying, is it the daily thing to, or is it a Sunday thing? Is it a Wednesday thing? Yeah. Or just when we can catch it? You know, it's got to be something uh, that we do daily, like a football, basketball. If I go to the gym every day and play basketball, and no, I you know, my free throws are bad. If I practice on my free throws, eventually I'm going to get good because I'm practicing it every day. Just like the word, you got to dig in your word every single day. Amen. Stay to show that self approve. Right. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Absolutely. That's right. Hallelujah. I think that's all I have for today. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was just good. It's just, you know, yeah. getting getting down those four types of hearts, you know, sowing your seed, you know. Yeah. Amen. I think it's most, it's really important that you guard your heart with all diligence for out of it flows the issues of life. I mean, right here in um, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20, it says, My son, pay attention to my words and be willing to learn. Open your ears to my sayings and do not let them escape from your sight. Mm-hmm. Keep them in the center of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and healing and health to all their flesh. Watch over your heart 
with all diligence, for from it flows the wellsprings of life or the springs of life. So from your heart flows the springs of life. And you saw what Jesus said. He says either you're going to bring forth the evil or you're going to bring forth the good. I want the wellsprings of life. I want the, yeah. the spirit of God that he's given me. He's poured out in my life. That's what I want. I mean, we can come right back to this because yeah. he gave us a, a new heart out of Ezekiel. It says, and I will give you a new heart and I'll put a new spirit, spirit. within yes. you. Yeah. Your spirit man will be made born again and you'll receive the Holy Spirit. And I will take the heart of stone out of, of your flesh and I will put... And I'll give you a heart of flesh. In other words, a heart that's soft, that's pliable, that can receive. And he says, I'll put my spirit within you. The Holy Ghost. Now, their first one is, I'll put a new spirit within you. In other words, he will renew within you a right spirit. Your spirit man will be made alive by the Holy Ghost. Okay? The Bible talks about that the, the spirit of God, when you got saved, regenerated your mm -hmm. spirit man. Well, what does that mean, regenerated? That means your spirit man was dead. Yeah. Well, how did it die? Because of sin. The wages of sin is death. So the moment that you were born, you were born into sin. So your spirit man was dead. But when you grew to maturity and of age, the age of accountability, yeah. then what happens is then you're held accountable for your sin. But Jesus made a way on Calvary's cross yeah. to bear your sin. But you have to believe mm -hmm. in order to have your sin removed from you and that you were to be cleansed by the precious blood of the Lamb. See, that's what this was about. And then the Holy Spirit came, once you believed, regenerated your spirit, man, made it alive unto God so that you could have fellowship, so that you could talk with Him, so that He could teach you, that He could father you. He'll be a father to you. Yeah. He says, I'll be your God, and I will be a father to you. What does that mean? That means there's a, an awesome family love relationship that you can have with your, your heavenly father. You may have never had a good earthly father. You may not understand what that means to have a good father. But I tell you right now that you have an awesome heavenly father yes, that's available. Yeah. And if you have not come to know this heavenly father, then I, I say right now, it's time for you to just surrender all and give it to him yeah. and say, here I am. I want you, Jesus. Yes. I want Jesus so that I can come into relationship with my Heavenly Father. Just pray with Amen. me right now and just yes. say, Jesus, Jesus, come into my heart. Into my heart. I, repent of my sins. I repent of my sins. Wash me. Wash me. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. And set me free. Set me free. Fill me with your spirit. Fill me with your spirit. And I thank you, I thank you. that your spirit gives me the power to walk right. Just give you your power to walk right. To live right. To live right. And to fulfill your plans and pur purposes for my life. And to fulfill your, your plans, plans and purposes for my life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I thank you that I'm saved. I thank you that I'm saved. That I'm healed. That I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm delivered. And I walk in the newness of life. And I walk in the newness of life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, I mean, that's that's what this is. He yeah. gave you his spirit so that you could walk in the newness of life and have springs of life that come forth from you. You're not dead anymore, but you're alive. Amen. So you could trust in and rely confidently in the Lord with all your heart. That's how. Amen. That you're born again. Yeah. That's how you're going to be able to do so. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If that was your first time you prayed that prayer, uh, we encourage you to hit us up on Facebook on the yeah. River Northwest and, and tell, me, tell us your testimonies. Yeah. Like yeah. it. Share it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely.
And as always, we want to have all of our viewers go to the River Northwest, and that way they can catch up on the previous services. We go live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Yep. and on Wednesdays. Um, we just hope that you guys would tune in and be a part online. And if you're able to make it, preferably that you'd be able to come in person and join with the body of Christ there. Amen. But go over there, be able to listen, and then come back here to get the leftovers. Don't forsake the gathering. Amen. 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 We love you. Hallelujah. Bye-bye.